Welcome everyone to the Game Perspective. <laughs> Today is Monday, February 22nd, 2021. Yep, that's the date. Not we're 2020. This. 2021. We had some uh, uploading issues where uh, the person that was uploading them decided to put 2020 as if it was still last year. You know, sometimes you get so used to doing something, you're literally doing it for a whole year. It carries over. Yeah. It carries over. And then you have to relearn it. And then the next year you have to relearn it again. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I know it sucks. <laughs> it really does suck. It's fixed now, right? Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, I fixed it. Yeah. Okay. So that was just a little... Uh, and I don't think it messed with part. the analytics. I don't think it messed with the analytics. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We don't get any listeners anyways. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for y'all listening right now. Yeah, thanks to everybody for, for tuning in. Just, just make sure you listen to like more than one minute. Like at least listen to like five minutes. Yeah, it, we can tell. We can tell if you're not watching Yeah, the we whole see thing. the... The listening. listening oh yeah, and right off the bat, we should tell you guys to subscribe to us and download the podcast because uh, it helps us out a lot mm-hmm. when it comes to analytics and also, you know, follow our social media and stuff. I don't know how active we are. Um, Not very. We're Not well, very. you know. Also, we just got job. Well, we both have jobs. Yeah. Now, so uh, it's hard for us to be constantly active on those things. But we will get better, especially when we get video going. Yeah, we which need will to get be that. a while still, but yeah, yeah. But that'll happen eventually, and then hopefully, you know, we'll improve mm-hmm. some things. But anyway, we all good. That's right. So this podcast might be a little bit short for, for some time constraints, but nevertheless, we will give you information. So Woo! what's been going on recently? We got three big things, three big ones. All right. None of them pertaining to Canada, though. Unfortunately, no <laughs> national stories. No, there's a couple that we could have talked about, but I would have had to do way more research to give you the accurate. Uh, story the data the data yeah that's true so the main ones are texas got hit with uh, minus 20 celsius and the got state fucked the state is getting destroyed yeah minus 20 celsius how many people have died so far so, oh uh 70, 70 actually people. 70 people according to france 21 70 people have died from this cold front which, which is, is absolutely horrible people are fucking freezing to death in texas because their power grid kind of sucks yeah and <laughs> I mean, not to mention millions of people are without power and water. Yeah. You know, frozen water lines too, which is another big part of the story we'll have to talk about. So it's absolute chaos, pandemonium in Texas right now. Also, Rush Limbaugh died. So, you know, insert crab rave music here. I mean, not a good guy. No, no. Many people are making fun of his death. Happy that he actually died, which... People on the right are very angry about and find disrespectful, but you know, it is what it is. Perhaps it is. I mean, yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get, get into, into it. We'll, we'll get, get into, into it. I mean, you also put the the heading is Rush Limbaugh died XD. Yeah, that tells you what position <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> my opinion on it all right and then also we we have some more stuff on Myanmar. If you if you're tired of of hearing about Myanmar, well, too bad because. It's, it's a big event that's happening. There's some action going on in Myanmar. It's important to uh, pay attention to, I think, because it, I think it will foreshadow other places in the world as well. That's right. That's right. So, anyways, starting off, let's talk about Texas. Yeah, Texas, the capitalist. Lone Star State. The capitalist uh, utopia, if you will. I guess you could say that. At least yeah. in the States. That always almost flips Democrat. Yes. Always is so close, but it's the two main so far cities away. are very Democrat, uh, like lean Democrat. 
Austin and Dallas. Dallas? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, Austin and Dallas. The Twin Cities there. The rural areas just are conservative to the bone. Yes. To the bone. That's right. It's part of their culture. They, uh, they portray themselves as extremely conservative that's cowboy right. types well yeah and they're not mexican that's also part yes, of their identity yes. right they're white as well with the whole yes <laughs> with the whole alamo thing yeah right so so that cold front that came through winnipeg that minus 30 degrees if you include the wind chill it got to minus 40 minus 45 um, even down to minus 50 at nights yes at nights insane so, insane temperatures pretty cr- i mean for us it's not that bad i remember growing up well, and having it's still pretty bad i mean we hit that every year right but roughly we usually have a few days right but i've you know there were days where it without wind chill it was minus 40 mm-hmm. those are the cold as hell days yeah those days are bad because wind chill well, is you like, can't go outside no you, you can't, can't go outside you cannot go outside school was canceled not in the city actually in the city it was never canceled but mm-hmm. in the in the rural areas schools were canceled at minus i think it was minus 35 without the wind chill yes and minus 45 with the wind chill yeah, that's the line. Yeah. For the rural schools. And I don't blame them. I don't blame no, them. well, buses don't run after that. Right. So They can't get to school, so why have school? That is true. That is true. <laughs> well, that's the logic behind it. Otherwise, they wouldn't close. So in Texas, what happened was that cold front that came through Winnipeg, I do believe, continued down through the continental United States, mm-hmm. specifically down the center. So hitting those, uh, you know, the central states. Yeah. Then it reached all the way down to Texas. And so they experienced zero degrees Fahrenheit, which is approximately 17 or 18 degrees, negative 18 degrees Celsius. Yes. Which is zero. And then also they got minus 10 in some areas, minus 10 degrees Fahrenheit, which is like minus 15. 23 degrees. Minus 23. Okay. Degrees so Celsius. this is pretty normal for us. Oh, yeah. It's a regular day, regular winter day is yeah. minus 20. That's no the problem. average. That's the nice days. <laughs> Well, nice days are like minus 10, right? Yeah, but I mean, the wind chill always brings it down to minus 20, minus 25, yeah. right? Right. Even I take a minus 25 no wind chill with like no wind mm. over a minus like 15 with a minus 25 wind chill. Really? Oh, yeah. I think oh, yeah. it's the other way around for me because you can just, the cold is everywhere with, if it's minus yeah, 25. Yeah, but it's static, right? Chill. So you can still actually feel the sun's heat. Like, you go ice fishing, you would want a minus 25. Oh, yeah, because no you're wind. out on a frozen lake yeah. with nothing to block the wind. Whereas yeah. if you're in the city, it's a little different. Maybe. I, I would still prefer no wind. The wind's what's brutal. Well, anyways, in Texas, <laughs> they would rather prefer to have... Warm you know, weather. Plus degrees. Yes. In the positives when it comes to Celsius, even though they use the weird Fahrenheit system. So, of course, Texas, this is the first time temperatures have reached that low since the 1970s in texas yeah and it caused it basically destroyed the entire state uh we're talking the power grid went down the pipes in people's homes are freezing because they don't have proper insulation or heating in their homes and also capitalism utopia yeah and also people can't get clean water right they had to boil the water freezing to death because they don't have uh, heating in their homes that's right so, is, I mean, understandable. As we still. mentioned, 70 people have died so far, which is yeah. absolutely tragic. Yeah. That something like that is happening in supposedly a first world nation. But yeah, as we know. First world, though. They're, they're riding the line at third world. Yes, when it comes to comes wealth, to redistri- yeah. you know, wealth inequality and, you know, in some rural areas, just like, I mean, Flint probably still doesn't have clean water. No. So, not doing very good. 
Anyways, if you're wondering why particularly their electricity grid was hit so hard by this whole issue, it's because... They're separatists. They have... Well, A, they privatized their energy grid yeah. a while back. So it's private corporations run it and own it and profit from it. And they're separate from the rest of the United States, which has, I think, two power grids, two main power grids. I uh, think West so. and East. Yes. Um, and the East side also um, contributes to the middle country, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the middle of the states. But Texas has its own because it didn't want to be part of the federal system. Right. It so, wanted to be different. So they made their own. Well, and now no, a whole bunch of problems. Not just to be different. The Texas, Texan energy grid is separate from the federal one to yeah. dodge federal regulations on the power grid itself. Yes. That's the main reason, I believe. Yeah. Especially since it got privatized, I'm sure that they, they did that. Yeah, of course, because when you privatize uh, industry like that, they will cut corners anywhere they can to save money to grow the profit margin. Of course. And as it was a, a public company to begin with, all the hard parts of the company's life... You know, all the riskier areas of mm-hmm. the business have already been taken care of by the public sector. And then once the company is basically in a successful, quote unquote, successful position, remember their losses can still be absorbed mm-hmm. by the public treasury, then it's sold off to a private company, right? Which is mm-hmm. unfair, A, in the, in when you look at the private sector as a whole, yeah. you know, if, you, if somebody was a true libertarian or conservative and believed in uh, actual competition in the marketplace, they Which, would be against that. Which uh, Texas claims to be, for right. the most part, right? That's what they claim to be. But anyways, if you look at like TELUS, for example, which used to be Alberta's telecom company, I mean, Alberta raised mm-hmm. that child, you could compare it to an infant, raised that, and then all of a sudden now, no, no more is it now for the public good, now yeah. it's going to be profit incentivized, Yeah, and on its own. Same with MTS, getting bought by Bell. Yep. Bell wanted that portion of the market. Oh, I think it was, it was privatized in 1999, and then it was bought much later. Yes, yes. But yeah, the idea that it being privatized in the 1990s, us building massive stadiums, sports stadiums, and then selling them. Why? What are you doing? Why You're would just we spending that? money now. Yeah. Granted, we make tax money from all the transactions that occur due to the sports stadium, but I think we would make a hell of a lot more if we just owned the goddamn stadium. Yeah. So. And then we could lower taxes. <laughs> yeah. So anyways... That's one of the reasons why the electricity grid went down. Also, something to note is that the Electric Reliability Council of Texas, it's trash, obviously is trash <laughs> because the uh, reliability is very poor. So this operates the electricity grid and manages the deregulated market for 75% of the state. And the Public Utility Commission of Texas is also managed by them. So as the storm caused temperatures across the state to plummet, the Utility Commission ordered ERCOT, ERCOT is the Electric Reliability Council of Texas, which we just mentioned before. That utility commission ordered ERCOT Mm -hmm. to allow prices to increase to reflect the lack of supply of electricity. As a result, the price of electricity skyrocketed. The average price for electricity in Texas in the winter is about 12 cents per kilowatt an hour. Texas utility regulators allowed that price in the last week to skyrocket to $9.00. Per kilowatt an hour, nine dollars, which we did the math, is seventy-five times increase. It's just supply and demand, bro. <laughs> it's basic economics. And that is basic economics. That is supply true. Supply and demand, bro. But that is not an elastic price. No, it's very inelastic. People need that to survive. People need that to we survive. We just saw it. Seventy fucking people died. That's right. 
libertarians over here. These uh, libertarian <laughs> capitalists just... This is basically what they're talking about when you're, when you're calling for deregulating industries, mm-hmm. such as the energy sector. Mm-hmm. Just trying to get rid of all socialist programs and policies. Quote-unquote socialist. Socialist. Or, this is what happens. Things deteriorate because it doesn't matter to the corporation as long as they're making money. And then they break and then they go, they cry to the government to get bailed out, right? Yeah, they the cut. government has to uh, because people are dying. Mm. So and now then, they're forced to. And now the corporations are just playing with a bunch of money that they just received. Yeah, it's called, they have a moral hazard, basically. Yeah. Whether you're, you're betting with someone else's money, yeah. it's called a moral hazard. They, they cut corners. They try and dodge as many regulations as possible to make as much money as possible. And then as a result of dodging those regulations, the system breaks. And then the constituents that rely on the power grid then suffer immensely. Mm-hmm. And the companies that cause this to happen through their own actions then get bailed out. That's this horrible, horrible system of when you privatize important utilities. Yep. So I'm absolutely against all of this, this garbage. It's ridiculous. Uh, as of Sunday, 28,000 households remain without electricity. Fucking ridiculous. You can't privatize in elastic markets like that. You have to have you some shouldn't. sort of regulation. Otherwise, what are you going to do? Are you just not going to live with heat when you're in Canada or in like fucking Michigan or something? Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't. Are you going to live without electricity? In the middle of, in the city? I mean, you could technically, but it's not, it's basically an inelastic market. You have to pay it because mm. you have to have internet in your home. Yeah, or just, or just lights suffer the, to turn the lights yeah. on. Or just suffer the consequences. That's right. When they do these garbage moves like that, you know, it's, it's, there's probably it's lots gross. of lobbying behind the scenes yeah. by these massive companies, yeah. these energy companies. Basically bribery that they can screw people over and absolutely terrible and they're paying the price right now we we see it in canada too like ontario privatized hydro over there right it's mm-hmm. the same fucking concept our fucking uh, premier wants to privatize hydro as well we can't let that happen we, we can't. absolutely cannot allow that to happen we can't no it's that ridiculous in effect is doing the same thing that texas did with their electricity grid Exactly the same thing. It's exactly the same. We see the consequence. It's clear as day. It happens all the time. This is the exact route that privatizing these industries go through. And these every single time. And they know this. The conservatives know this will happen. Yeah. And they want it to happen because then their buddies can get a big payout. Yeah. It's beneficial for them in the short term. Mm-hmm. And no amount of evidence will show them otherwise. No. No amount of evidence will, will allow them to change their opinion or anything like that. So. And libertarians are going to just talk about basic economics, like supply and demand. That's just how it is, bro. Libertarian capitalists, yeah. Yeah. Or anarcho-capitalists, yeah. Libertarians it's also, in that sense. But it's also authoritarian capitalists. They also oh, yeah, yeah, are yeah, yeah. for deregulating the business aspect of things. Yeah. Just no. But that's just what your uh, stereotypical libertarian is going to... Libertarian capitalists. Yeah. They're going to talk about... Like, we're, like, technically, we would be considered libertarian as well. We're, we're libertarian the, leftists. Yeah, but we're on the left, so that's, most people don't consider us libertarian. Well, the thing is, the, technically, term, the term libertarian was hijacked in the yeah. 70s and 80s by the Ayn Rand types. And now the term libertarian, quote-unquote, in the United States is, somebody says that you're usually referring to right-wing libertarians. Mm-hmm. Whereas the term anarchist remains untouched as being more of a left-wing concept. Yeah. Referring more to the leftist libertarian segment. But the rest of the world, they don't have that. No. The opinion of the term libertarian is not messed up in the rest of the world. So, so the electricity grid and the privatization is not the only thing, though, that's screwing over Texas right now. Also, they had an extreme lack of foresight yeah. when it came to having heating in their homes. 
right? And good insulation. The pipes, the pipes in the building, because there are plenty of videos on TikTok, insane amount of videos, and they are crazy. Buildings exploding, the walls exploding because the pipes freeze and then they burst. Yeah. And it's crazy. There are videos of this campus and it looks like the Titanic almost. I mean, okay, okay. I can, I can understand that a little bit, a little bit, because yeah. they're not expecting snow, no. especially these extreme temperatures. But at least the pipes should go down to minus 25, right? Even further would be better. Like, that's a basic regulation. But those just, would have to be in case. insulated pipes, though. And if they have it's problems gonna... insulating their home... Well, their I... houses should be insulated anyways. That's ridiculous for them not to be. Yeah, that's true. Even in the extreme heat, you should have... Uh, insulated homes for ac to work better and more yeah. efficient that should be a regulation over there too is have sufficient uh, insulation mm-hmm. heating in homes is a bit different like i understand you might not want to uh, put that in because that's just extra cost right you don't need it really but yeah this lack of heating is is a massive problem because yeah well they weren't able to uh help the people that didn't have heating or couldn't afford it mm-hmm. they, they don't have those people there to help out Right. Like, do you think you can go to the government and say, hey, I need a fucking heater? And if you don't have power, where are you going to plug it in? Yeah. Like, so, what are you going to do? Set up, uh, set up a fire in your living room? Well, actually, a lot of people have been doing that. They've yeah. been chopping up furniture. If they have a fireplace, they've been burning it in the fireplace. That's the only heat. way you can do it. I mean, that's what a lot of people are doing. Some people, if they still have running water, they'll put the shower on hot and they sit in the humid bathroom. bathroom. Yeah. That's another way to do it. But this is a real problem. An 11-year-old, in fact, froze to death in a mobile home in Texas as well from, and died from hypothermia. There are a lot of people dying from this. Yeah. Which is crazy. It's due to a lack of foresight and due to the privatization of the industry. That's right. And also, there's a picture of Austin, Texas, and it showed the poor neighborhoods the residential areas and then in the background you can see the more rich city areas the skyscrapers and stuff and the poor areas are completely blacked out right because they have no power Mm -hmm. and then the rich areas and the skyscrapers they all still have power their lights Mm -hmm. are still on and it's an interesting comparison to make there why is it that those areas have a much more stronger power grid well we know why because they care more about the the richer areas and they have yeah well they probably consume a little bit more too right and so then uh, the private company prioritize them over the poor areas which is fucked up because everybody deserves to have power yeah in the 21st century and that's why we want to socialize that industry or at least um have a social option or something to drive down prices right, right? it should be it should it's be ridiculous not to right and the former mayor yeah now the former mayor of austin I got clapped. Well, he resigned because people were shouting at him. Yeah, but basically, he's a fucking asshole. Fuck yeah. him. So he made this bit long Facebook post where he basically said he's going to hurt some people's feelings. And he gives on this long rant about you have to step up and be a man and take care of your own family. He's tired of listening for people asking for handouts, quote unquote, handouts, which in this case, a handout is having electricity and running water. So you can fucking survive. <laughs> so you can survive. And he says, you have to be a man and provide for your own family. Okay, yeah. well, what if I don't have $10,000 a month for power? And plus, yeah, the price of power is being insanely raised. They don't get paid that much. Most of those people don't even have savings. Right, so that guy had to resign. And yeah. then also, you know, Ted Cruz was bailing, hardcore bailing to Cancun. <laughs> he, was he was just like, being a good father, bro. He's just getting out just of being there. being a good father. Why do you say the good father part? I don't that, get that it. That was his excuse. I think he was flying with his family oh. out to Cancun, and then he was flying back. That's what he was saying, because on the way out there, he got called out. Oh, yeah, yeah, the picture of him. Yeah, yeah leaving. 
Yeah. And he got called out. So he came back. He's just like, I was just being a good father, bringing my kids to Cancun. You know, he has a wife that could... Or just don't go to Cancun during the pandemic. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. The pandemic. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you shouldn't be going on vacation. That's stupid. Fucking ridiculous. I mean, I grant him, uh, he doesn't believe in it. So at least he's not like being two-sided about it. Well, he was wearing a mask. Of course not. No, he was. Oh, he was? On the airplane, yeah. Oh, I guess he does believe in it. Well, I don't think he can ride on the airplane without a mask. No, you're not allowed. And then AOC, her district is in New York. Mm-hmm. She's a representative of a district in New York. She flew over to Texas to do a massive fundraising for the people in Texas. $2 million she raised. And she did like some food bank stuff. So she's caring more for Texas. But she's evil, right? Uh, I mean, she's an evil socialist, right? According to the Republicans. But <laughs> I mean, she's helped Texans more than Ted Cruz did. Oh, yeah. I mean, Ted Cruz is a senator, so he doesn't have district over this issue. But still. I mean, it's his, his state. It's, it's his, his state. state, so he should be stepping up. At least he can talk about it and give suggestions or something. Mm-hmm. He could be part of the solution, even though he doesn't have jurisdiction over the issue there. So anyways, yeah, that's what's happening in Texas. Hopefully yeah. there's a... Things get better there. And they learn their lesson not to privatize public sector they industries. Won't. They'll privatize until everybody dies in Texas. Yeah, it's And there's only capitalists left. Like, that true owner class it's fucked up all right rush limbaugh yes rush limbaugh passed away from lung cancer at the age of 70 what a cuck pro-life but he died (laughs) not a very nice thing to say Derek. fuck him what about people uh, okay yeah yeah he's a terrible human being rush limbaugh for those who are younger and might not or unfamiliar of what happened before rush limbaugh was a radio host that rose to prominence in the united states in the 90s with a very obviously reactionary and right-wing ideology and viewpoints and he, he had a massive effect on the right in the united states yeah he was uh, one of the leading voices mm-hmm. he was one of the leading voices he also inspired a lot of people on the left to start shows like kyle kalinsky right mm-hmm. yes and like tyt and stuff like that he was an uh, inspiration for at least at least a format right just talking out of your ass basically what we're doing here mm-hmm. even though we have notes in front of us <laughs> Just talking out of your ass, like, he's basically Alex Jones, which is a different type of conservative. Yeah. It's the exact same premise. Mm. Talk out of your ass for five hours a day and uh, see what sticks. And allow people to call in and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah massive. He's the type of dude that would search up AIDS victims back when he first started and make fun of them for dying. Is that true? Yeah. No way. Yeah, he made a song. He made a song about what it. What the fuck? So that's why I think it's okay to uh, make fun of him dying or his death. Not because cancer's funny, not because it's okay to make fun of someone for dying or anything like that, but is he did that to other people. So it's okay for us to do it to him? Well, yeah, those people were not bad people like him. He. Well, my viewpoint is that you should treat them the same way that you would treat them when they were alive after death right you shouldn't change it that's a good stance and i think he was a scumbag when he was alive and still think he's a scumbag i'm yeah same with mitt romney or whatever or not mitt romney uh, reagan reagan yeah when reagan died it was kind of the same thing yeah fuck that. the left were uh some of the left i i'll say were very happy yeah i don't blame him and, Terrible guy. Uh, but the right was very angry about that. Yeah, I'll cram I think the same thing for Rush Limbaugh. He was a terrible person. He promoted some terrible ideas. And people died directly because of his rhetoric. Mm. For some of the things he said, people, uh, domestic terrorism, or people were inspired to do domestic terrorism because of listening to him. Mm-hmm. Conservatives in the States 
are uh, brainwashed by his ideas and his lies mm. and the amount of and culture was changed farther right due to his show he had a fucking massive reach he had like 38 million people that oh, his, would listen all the time was massive. it was one of the biggest shows maybe not history earlier like when tv started first coming out everybody watched the same shit but no one has no one has an audience like rush limbaugh did he even before his Anymore. radio show, he was saying things like, quote, the Earth's women should not be allowed on juries where the accused is a stud. That's a quote from him. That's so fucked up. Like, what else has he said? Just search up Rush Limbaugh quotes. Yes, I, I've done that. Oh. He said once in the 1970s, as a young broadcaster, he said to a black caller, quote, take that bone out of your nose and call me back, end quote. That's unbelievably that's so fucking racist. fucking racist. He said, quote, in 2013, if any race of people should not have guilt about slavery, it's a Caucasians. The white race has probably had fewer slaves and for a briefer period of time than any other in the history of the world, end quote. See? I think it's okay to be, uh, to think the world's a better place with him gone. It's sad that he died from cancer, but he smoked like a fucking chimney. His whole fucking image was him leaning back he sat there, all high and mighty, smoking cigar and roasting liberals. That was his whole brand. Yeah, that's true. And killed him in the end. I think it's poetic justice. He made many controversial statements about uh, Yeah, race. he was he was 100% a racist and a misogynist. Quote, the NFL all too often looks like a game between the Bloods and the Crips without any weapons. End quote. Like, he's Holy attacking the NFL. The shit. NFL is like a Republican uh, clubhouse. Maybe not the players, but like... <laughs> the fans it's ridiculous he also said absolutely homophobic you know things and all that stuff he's and- he's exactly what the left uh despises he embodies it he's the worst part of right-wing ide- ideology personified mm. and now he wasn't he wasn't murdered he wasn't assassinated right and he was super he critical died of natural causes yeah like i i honestly have no issue with people uh joyed but that he's no longer um, a menace to society. That's how I see it, at least. I mean, everybody has a point at which they're not going to make, uh, they think someone's so bad that they're going to be happy that they died. I mean, this dude was pro-Iraq war, pro-Afghanistan war. He was in support of NAFTA. Mm. <laughs> like, he didn't believe in climate science or anything to do with climate change. Anti-abortion. Said feminism was uh, just an avenue for advancing liberal policies, and it's only for liberals. You know, against the Green New Deal. He's the worst of the worst. The worst of the worst, yeah. Joked about how consent is the only thing that the left cares about when it comes to sexual acts. Yes, actually. Yes. But that's true. <laughs> like, there was a clip that was played I heard recently of him talking about the magic key that liberals only care about is consent. Like, it's some sort of gotcha. Yeah. It's like... That's dude, exactly that's, what You're just are accurately saying. describing our point, though. Yeah. That's the only thing that really does matter, you know? Exactly. Don't judge people for what they want to do. And also, you know, he got that, was it Lifetime Reward? Or yeah, from, from Trump. The Trump awarded him for his service to mankind. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> so, yeah, screw that guy. He's a fucking trash bag. So, yeah, best way. That's that. Brave, right? <laughs> Isn't that the meme? Yeah, that's what yeah. the meme is. So, yeah. anyways, um, moving back on. So, we're going to touch up a little bit on what's going on in Myanmar. So yeah. and a little update here. So, three people have died so far now from the protests. There has been a mass general strike that has mobilized. Mm-hmm. Complete shutdown in the country. The, the civilians are doing their best. And I've seen a lot of videos of crazy shit of, you know, the police firing at protesters. Just absolutely nuts stuff. Kind of stuff you would see in movies. 
Yeah. And also, there's a video, in fact, you know, this line of protesters, then there's the police in the background, and then they're, they're not clashing or anything. It seems kind of calm, actually. And then all of a sudden, a shot rings out of nowhere, obviously from the police lines. Mm-hmm. And then this uh, woman in a, in a red shirt collapses, and she was shot in the head, actually, from that stray bullet. How old was she? She was 19. She was in critical condition for 10 days, and then she turned 20 while she was in critical condition, and then she died. No, I'm fucking 20. Yeah, I'm 21. Like, that's... That's unbelievable. That, that's our age. That's our demographic. Like, mm, Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Mm, that hits home a little bit, you know? Yeah. Just My fucking mark. crazy. We were, well, we were talking earlier about it, right? Mm-hmm. On the last podcast, but what's the best situation that's going to arise from this? Right? Yeah, general strike, um, and then they, can, they either fight back militarily or they get concessions from the government. Yeah. That's the only way they can do it and uh, benefit from it, right? Mm-hmm. So right now, I think what they're doing is right. Mm-hmm. Do a general strike and do these protests. And now they're getting shot at by the military or the police or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now, in my opinion, I think this makes them look a lot better in the public eye, right? The so they're protesters. Going, the protesters, right? So it's going to give them more support, mm. more global support. Perhaps they can even um, take over or at least get some recessions from the government concessions yeah uh, yeah well hopefully that'll happen hopefully and then maybe they can stop genociding the muslims that would be nice too. <laughs> that would be nice too <laughs> yeah that's the best thing that can happen so far now it's super sad that people are dying and being shot by police mm-hmm. but maybe that's what needs to happen to uh get these changes yeah to fight back to fight back some people might die being under military control right yeah i mean the price of freedom is death as malcolm x said yeah but I'm happy that they're doing the strike. I'm happy that they're fighting back. Yes. That's, that's a good thing. That's of a course. positive thing. And yeah, I did see a few videos of uh, the police changing sides. Yes, and that's critical, right? Yes, yeah, very important. Because once the police start changing sides, like... Like dominoes, they fall. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. And also, I don't think I mentioned this in the last one, but basically there was a year anniversary where in Germany, a, a far right wing militia member killed an immigrant, shot and killed an immigrant. And on the anniversary, a few days ago, mm-hmm. Antifa, or, you know, the left in general, had this massive protest on that day that commemorating this, this horrible thing mm-hmm. to say anti-fascist, never again. Yeah. And they were shooting off fireworks. There was this massive march. It was crazy. A year after this thing happened. Mm-hmm. To say, listen, we ain't fucking around. No, that's good. That was pretty shocking. I was like, jam. They're hardcore. There are a lot of people who are hardcore. Which is a good thing. Like, there's a global anti-fascist movement, mm-hmm. which is characterizes Antifa, the evil Antifa, mm-hmm. that uh, start do riots and shit and cause chaos and are all anarchists. Well, some of them are anarchists, but mm-hmm. the idea of being anti-fascist is literally just being against Nazis. And fighting back against Nazis. That's the whole idea. There's nothing more to it. Mm. You can be an anti-fascist and a... And a, uh, and a lib. And a lib. Rad lib. Right. You, know? you can just say, I don't like Nazis, and that's being anti-fascist. Mm-hmm. You know, take anti-fascist action is protesting against fascist ideals. Uh-huh. That's all it is. There's no organization behind it. You can buy merch, but that's just people making... Uh, making symbols i mean i think right? there should be some organization i i agree i think there should be an organization but it's it's much different and people are so like think that antifa is kind of like the the opposite the same but opposite of like the prop boys or something which like is that. not accurate at all no whatsoever. it's ridiculous 
That's just a little thing I wanted to throw in there. We don't really have much else lined up, do we? No, that's basically it for today. We were a bit um, not prepared for this week. Unfortunately, Unfortunately, yeah. there's a lot of things that happened this week that we had to deal with. Yes. Stuff, nothing crazy but or bad. But <laughs> mm-hmm. Life gets in the way sometimes, so uh, this is what we got. Mm. Uh, hopefully, we can have a little bit more for you next week. Yeah, hopefully. And uh, thanks for listening till the end. Yeah. If you did. <laughs> that was the uh, Canadian perspective. Take care, guys. Yeah. <laughs>